This podcast is brought to you by Score Foundation. Hi, my name is George Abraham, and welcome to Iway Conversations. My guest today is from Kerala. Her name is Fatima Anshi. She has just scored 99.16% in her plus two exams. She is a musician. She's a polyglot and an aspiring civil servant. Hi, Fatima. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so 99.16. How did it happen? Well, it's such a long story. It involved a lot of t- uh, a lot of hard works, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of tears that was being shed, a lot of uh, determination, a lot of prayers, and the combination of all these factors eventually, uh, along with the uh, you know the my quest to enrich uh, to enrich my knowledge, it all led to. Uh, this result coming up coming out so yeah <laughs> i believe that you are probably among the few people who are visually impaired who chose not to use a scribe but wrote the exam on a laptop is that correct yes <laughs> i believe so too yes so um, uh, that would have called for some preparation right yes it was it was a long journey the the ride was quite bumpy it all started from when i was in 10th grade that's when i first started to write exams independently without relying on the helping hands of a scribe it was first done by um uh, my cousin Harun Karim, he scored a, a resounding victory back then. So uh, then, when he did it, I, I was like, I was wondering, like, what if I do the same thing as well? And at first, I, even though I wanted to do this, I was really uh, concerned about the scenarios that might arise because of the the risk that I'm taking. I was my mind was filled with a lot of what ifs like what if this happens what if something goes wrong but during these times my parents supported me and also since I had a primary knowledge in uh, in uh, technology I have been exposed to it ever since I was young which was the and that exposure was further increased but when I joined Sakshumadi the ice free science camp where I was exposed to different types of technology then I gained confidence and then during the pandemic uh, when like during those six months of isolation like around six or seven months of isolation, which was close to a year, I started to practice uh, typing. I started practice. I started to practice writing on computer with my parents and uh, those that supported me by my side. And yeah, at first I felt strange. I, I was so fearful of the outcomes that I might have to encounter. Luckily, I was able to do it. And yes, uh, and then in 10th grade, too, I got scored full A plus. So I would say it was a long ride to to at least get this far. Fatima, what were the subjects that you uh, did in your plus two? So the stream that I've taken up was humanities, 
which involved subjects such as sociology, history, followed by politics, which is one of my political science, which is one of my favorite subjects. Uh, and then it had economics, and which is then followed by the linguistic subjects, which includes English and Malayalam. So there were six subjects in total. This vision impairment that you have, is this something that you had from birth or was it something that you contracted or picked up along the way? When I was a baby, uh, I was diagnosed with a condition called microphthalmia, which causes my nerves to not grow, uh, the, the nerves of my, the cornea of my eyes to be, to not grow and to be damaged and yes that's the cause of my this, the condition that I'm suffering from like blindness tell me a little bit about um, your childhood well if I were to be honest with you my childhood was pretty normal I grew up having a happy childhood my mother and my father both my parents they often made sure that I felt happy I felt special and also they never let me never made me feel like I was you know different I had something missing in my life I they never ever made me feel like that they all whenever they went to event went outside whenever they went on various road trips they would always take me with them and they would always make me see the world through their eyes and also I was it, and that was the time when I was introduced to the to music uh, from a very young age. Like when my parents like heard me sing along and stuff, my parents were like so encouraging of my skills. So I grew up having a, a normal, a, a pretty normal, happy childhood with a supportive, amazing parent. What about your education? You started in a blind school. So tell me a little bit about your early days at the blind school. When it comes to my blind school, I was enrolled in the in, uh, in a school called Kerala School for the Blind, which was located in one of the small towns of our district, Malapuram. And it was located in a town called Valikapata. So there I was like, I was enrolled when I was around, uh, I think, four and a half or uh, five years old. And my Early days were pretty chaotic because I used to be a hyperactive child and I was not quite like adapting to the environment of the school that I've been provided with. I went against all the rules that have been, you know, uh, that have been introduced by the school, which have been written in the, the school's governing book. And also, um, I always caused troubles during my early days of school. I found it hard making friends and stuff. And my parents were a little bit concerned. But over time, I got used to it. And I did pretty well from that day onwards. If you know of anyone with vision impairment who needs guidance on living life with blindness, please share the Iway National Toll Free Helpline number 1800532069. The number is 1800532069. I was mostly involved with 
activities that were related to music. I I loved learning. I've loved exploring different parts of music. Since we, I had an amazing music teacher that supported me during that time, I was able to get into that. And also apart from that, I loved learning languages as well from from a very young age, I wanted to uh, immerse myself in, into different cultures from different parts of the world. In the 18 years or 17 years of your life, mm-hmm. uh, you've learned music, you've uh, participated in various competitions, you've performed at various levels, you've sung mm-hmm. at various levels. So what's mm-hmm. been your uh, high point as far as music is concerned? Like I, the highest uh, achievements that I've made was during the time when I started having my recitals. I started to compete against main, the mainstream. Uh, venture. I started to venture into mainstreams. Before that, I used to compete with uh, people who suffered from almost the similar conditions as me so venturing into mainstream was the highest point of my career and also the the knowledge that i've acquired in music like which was ranging from the normal swaras to the kirtanas that i have been able to um, learn and also the uh, and also the concept of manodharma that i've been able to master as well and which i've been able to implement in various competitions that i've participated in which i was declared as the winner and yeah, so that could be considered, that could relatively be considered as a highest point. But I guess uh, learning music from different parts of the world and incorporating it into my music would be considered as something, uh, would be considered as a peak of my musical journey. So uh, I also understand that you've done some singing for films. Is that right? Yes, that is right. So. Um, as far as films are concerned, I sang for a few films. Uh, one of them was called At Once. Um, it was, I guess I was around six or seven years old when I was asked to sing for it. So, um, like, actually, once my, uh, it was my music teacher who was behind me, uh, me getting into the, you know, the, making an appearance in the musical the musical or film musical industry and then a few years later i also sang in a film called Pandu as well and back then i was i think 11 or 12 years old so yeah these were the two films that i sang for and uh, your language interests so what are the languages you actually speak so I speak different languages at varying degrees. For example, I could I am fluent in languages. I I can speak Persian, and uh, apart from English, I can speak Persian and then Turkish as well. And I've been trying to learn Macedonian, a little bit of Kurdish, a little bit of Korean, and also I've been trying to learn a language called. Uh, I just decided to take another direction. I I, uh, I went to uh, the languages like. Amharic, which is spoken, which is considered as one of the official languages of Ethiopia. And then I've been trying to learn Swahili as well. And then um, I have also been trying to learn Russian and uh, and also a little bit of Spanish as well. I, I picked that up on the way. 
And yeah, and Romani language, Gypsy language, which has been spoken by people uh, like an ethnic group, which has been scattered around different parts of a Europe, different parts of Asia, and they even extend themselves to North Africa as well. I guess it's appropriate to ask you at this stage, uh, mm -hmm. you, you've, uh, at a very small age, uh, you've actually have uh, kind of got a reasonable um, uh, I wouldn't say mastery, but a reasonable uh, hang of several languages. And uh, so how do you go about learning this language? And, and, and especially when you are blind, you don't have uh, the opportunity of looking at the script uh, or learning the script. So it must be all by listening, I guess. So yes. tell us how you actually go about learning a language. Okay, so there are a lot of ways that I've adopted to learn a language. So one of them is making use of Google Assistant, you know, the Google Translate feature. There yeah. I, mostly I would ask Google Assistant to translate something that I want to say in a language that I want to learn. For example, I would say like, uh, I, I say like, how to say I love you in Russian. Then Google would say in Russian, you could say, yeah, tebra lublu. So there it would translate it for me. And also I would learn, I would go through various tutorials that have been availed for us on YouTube. So that also works. That also helps me. And then I have uh, made a lot of on I've befriended a lot of people from online by con uh, connect I've been con getting myself connected from different uh, connected with different people from different parts of the world through different online chat forums and a few applications like telegram discord and a few other uh, a few other um like websites as well sometimes i use omegle or to, to practice with people and i would expose my i would make friends with people that i talk to and i would expose myself to the language like i mostly adopt the method that i used to learn malayalam as a native language so yeah it's exposure mostly i also understand that you have um, an interest in politics so <laughs> Tell me, how did you get interested in politics, and uh, how do you go, uh, and what is your plan as you go forward? Ever since my school years, I was kind of interested in getting to know about how our state is governed, how different, you know, political, you know, institutions and different political instruments work, uh, and it was mostly, and but that interest was further developed ever since I got access to you know, a wide library of knowledge through the eyes of technology. So that's how uh, uh, books were kind of one of the uh, one of the things that interested me, uh, it, that made me uh, get into politic political science. Uh, when it comes to moving forward, I uh, in political science, I would like to learn more about how we have been able to maintain relationship with certain countries and what are the things that could be done to strengthen the relationship that a country, like especially our nation has, uh, the relationship that a nation, our nation pursues with other countries. So it's something that that's the direction that I'll be moving towards. So what is your um, dream in life as you go forward? So in terms of my ambition, my ambition is to become a, uh, a, an IFS officer. I want 
to get into the Indian Foreign Service and so help uh, represent our nation. And also, I want to travel around the world. I've seen different dimensions of the world through the eyes of technology, but I think that's not enough for me. I, I wanted to experience it in person, and I want to get to know about different cultures in person. I just want to feel it um, in real life. You are associated with an organization, an international organization called Project to Vision. Yes. What exactly is Project, Project Vision and what is your uh, kind of association with them? So the Project Vision is an international organization, as you said. Uh, it is headquartered at Bangalore. So the duty of this uh, Project Vision is to, you know, uh, in, uh, to, uh, to give more emphasis on the significance of vision and to provide people with the awareness of the uh, awareness of the importance of eye donation. So it's mostly about providing, uh, provide, uh, uh, promoting the significance of vision and encourage people to come forward to make a big difference in the world by just donating their eyes and providing more opportunities for people who suffer from visual impairment. So that's what our organization is all about. Uh, you also did mention uh, in passing that uh, technology has provided you access to knowledge, information, uh, trends in the world. Um, yes. So is it just, uh, surfing the net or you also have access to global libraries and so on that you read books from? Well, apart from surfing the internet, I've also been provided with the access to a global library called the Bookshare, Bookshare Library, which has been one of the greatest, one of the most comprehensive, one of the greatest libraries that I've ever been exposed to. And it all started when I was 14. I was introduced to it through uh, uh, through the Ice Free Science Camp introduced by Chakshmadi, where I was guided into, you know, uh, guided towards this global library. It has provided me with a wide range of knowledge. It has provided, uh, made me explore different genres, and it has also, uh, it has also catered to my needs as well, since, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, my taste of books have also been met. My expectations have also been uh, met by this, li this library as well. So you read books on politics, so you also do read other genres? Yes, I do read books on politics. And also, as I mentioned, I read books about mental health sometimes because I'm uh, kind of cur uh, curious to know about uh what like how uh like what the other people's perspectives or views about how the mental health needs to be taken care of and stuff and also i would also for entertainment purposes as well i would try to uh, make use of you know i would try to read books that are related to fantasy science fictions and stuff so yeah to support our work with the blind and visually impaired you can visit the donate page on our website www.scorefoundation.org.in Please note www.scorefoundation.org.in You have the unique uh, uh, experience of uh, spending 
part of your educational life in a special school and you mm -hmm. also spent uh, time studying in an inclusive mainstream school. What have you actually taken away from both these systems? So assessing by my experiences, like for special school, I was mostly, uh, I studied with the people who suffered from the same condition as me. It, it kind of made me feel, uh, made us feel aware of, uh, aware, uh, of uh, the things that we suffer from and how to, uh, how to, uh, you know, work with it, how to get with it. But at the same time, it kind of isolates us from the mainstream society. But when you get into the mainstream, you intermingle with the, you mingle with the mainstream society. So you would be able to pick up how, what are, uh, like, how mainstream society works. And to a great extent, we, if you, uh, if, uh, like, if you put in great efforts, you could kind of integrate with the, the mainstream society to a greater extent. And this is, much more for me, I, I would say this is much more easier for somebody who suffers from visual impairment as well. And also for me, another interesting experience, uh, a takeaway that I could uh, talk about is, a, is the difference of competition. So when I was in the, when I was studying at the blind school, my class almost had around five to seven kids. So there we didn't have that much competition in terms of academic achievements. But then as I got into the mainstream, I was, uh, I had to compete with around 45 or 46 students. And this year it was 60, uh, around 65 students. Now, would you like to share with us and kind of acknowledge the various people, both within the family and outside, and the various other resources that actually made it possible to get you to where you are today? For sure. So the first, uh, uh, the first existence that I would like to acknowledge is the Almighty God. He brought me to life. He provided me with a lot of opportunities that I would forever be grateful for. And secondly, my family, my both my parents, especially my mom, she sacrificed all her dreams just to provide me with a happy childhood, with a safe, an educated and a comprehensive environment, a loving, warm embrace that would still resonate in through, throughout the journey of my life and also uh, my music teacher Nisar sir he helped me a lot as well in terms of music and then in terms of technology I would like to express my uh, uh, gratitude uh, an overwhelming amount of gratitude towards Chak Shumati and especially Ram Kamal sir he supported me a lot throughout my future and throughout my journey to, uh, towards a bright future that I envision for myself. So I would like to acknowledge him as well. Um, so I nothing, words cannot describe how much, how grateful I am towards him. And also the Bookshare Library as well, they they uh, have provided, uh, provided not just me, but uh, the other uh, people who belong to Visually Fair as well as other communities who have been as Inspiring that uh, who have been dreaming of enriching themselves of uh, to, uh, like with knowledge of uh, you know a greater deal of broad as a broad range of knowledge. So on be behalf of all of them, I would like to uh, be uh, I would like to express my gratitude towards Bookshare Library as well. 
and there and also all the friends that supported me all the all all of my loved ones who loved me and cared for me and stood by me through thick and thin even during the lowest low the lowest points of my life too so yeah you mentioned your parents you mentioned your mom and dad you spoke at length that your mom uh, what was the role of your dad my dad <laughs> he was an um, he's an amazing supporter he has always protected me he always provided me with the moral support he provided me with all the things that it, uh, that was needed for my education to be pursued he uh, and also the things that i wanted to do he was so supportive of me he always encouraged me to do more and more things he's actually my number one fan i would say and i love him more than anything else and there's no nothing that i could ask for in the world and i wouldn't trade him for anything else in the world i love him well uh, uh fatima uh, you have reached 99.16 it's a great springboard to the future life wish you the very best and may you go from strength to strength <laughs> thank you so much yeah i we ye roshni ka karwa This podcast was brought to you by Score Foundation. Yeah, Roshni, 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 Roshni,